Howdy folks, this is Jonathan, your GM. You're listening to Demon Days, an actual play podcast with a focus on fiends and the friends who play them. Got a few updates for you, but first, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Arknight, whose props, maps, and minis make our game a delight. That's A-R-C-K-N-I-G-H-T. Also want to give a shout out to Gord McAlpin, who did the artwork for our show, as well as Kilowatt, who created some absolutely amazing portraits of our horny heroes. You can find her work over on Twitter at kilowatt underscore art and on Instagram at thebibliotaph.blog. I'll make sure to put all the links in the show notes so you can look at all the great art. We've got two more episodes in the can after today, and after that we'll be taking Christmas and New Year's off, as well as the beginning of January to rest and recuperate. Got some big story stuff coming down the pipeline, and that takes some preparation. Not to mention getting our schedules back in sync after the holidays. Tabletop role-playing, am I right? Next, my pal Brian has been feeling like absolute butt this past week, so I'm going to fill in as the narrator at the beginning and end of this episode. I'll let you be the judge if I come anywhere close to the brilliant voice work he pulls off as Federigo Tiffany Magma VI, our storyteller and resident bullywug. And finally, I want to give a big shout out to Andrew Staten, Tony Dane, Johnny Recker, and Samantha Garrison. You guys bring a life to this homebrew campaign that gives me all the warm fuzzies. Thank you for your badass role-playing. It has been an absolute treat to be your GM. And now, on with the show. Friends, fiends, you caught me at a good time. I'm sufficiently sauced and ready to tell you more of my tale. When last we spoke, the party was attacked by mutated trees and trolls that had some icky black liquid all over them. Ew. They managed to win the day without too much damage. Well, Fetter didn't get too much damage, which is surprising because he was fighting in the buff. Like, not even a splinter. Anyway, hand me all the drink you have and I'll tell you what's in store for our heroes in these demon days. So then you give the round to Scoil. She's bleeding quite a bit. (laughs) And she's going to go for her two shots against it. A disadvantage, right? No, she's an advantage. I'm flanking. Yeah, she's flanking. Well, then that would negate it to... Because she's standing next to it. Because she's standing. She's in Oh, I see, I see, I see. So, given that there's a chance (laughs) to miss, she takes both arrows and knocks them into the arrow right against the, the troll's face, blasts them through... But not before saying duck. Like, so you duck and the arrows go <laughs> completely through the thing. The troll falls down. And dies. Thunk. And just the goo spreads out from its head hole. And that ends the combat. Its head hole. Right. So um, I, I like go to reach for any of my stuff. Um, apparently, I'm completely naked. Uh, anyone have any fire? <laughs> apparently. We should. Yeah. I, I don't know. But you like, we really? should. Yeah. But we should. Pool, we should burn the pools of bl- black shit, maybe? I don't know. I take another one of my torches. Um, I'm going to put my moonbeam over one of the black pools, see what it does. Oh, yeah. Radiant damage. Takes it away. Neat. I've got this bitch for 10 minutes because it's only been a couple of rounds. I'm sure. going to eradicate this area for as long as I can. Cool. Ooh. Just like mow the grass? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Mow the Just grass. spiritually yeah. mow the so, grass? Yeah. So- <gasps> 
keep going. I need to check something. Agreed. Okay. So you're still doing that. You're spiritually yep, mowing that's, the grass. That's that's what I'm doing. I'm, that's what I am doing. Yeah, yeah. You get uh, at least this 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 half of the sheet pretty much done. Just, this this one. Yeah. Okay. That and by by around the eight minute mo- eight, eight minute mark. So then you could do a little bit more of the other side, but there's a lot of icker on the other side towards your living quarters. It's um, been chilling, so you can do a little bit. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go through. Like I'm, I'm gonna at least gonna get the front of the house. Sure, yeah. You should make like a sleeping area for us. Yeah, <laughs> just like or that. not like a sleeping, but you know, like a cozy little corner. Just yeah. the spiritual MRI that's just like just over the front yard. Yeah. At least I mean I, you know I, I I do really like I don't mind the confines of the suit, but you know now that I really get this monk shit right, and I feel so free. <laughs> I can move really easily. Like, if I didn't have my clothes on, it wouldn't have made a difference in right. this fight. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> Except that I'm really pale and it might have blinded you guys. Uh, well. You know. Mm. But you're not. No. Yeah. Just hiding in the shadows. Squail turns and looks weakly. Yeah. It's freeing. <laughs> um, I, and I um, imagine I'm, I am fully Captain Morganing, like, on the side of the, uh, the well. <laughs> When I'm saying this, like, yeah, um, I am dingle gonna, dangle. I am going to take uh, one round. I'll go over to... Who, is anybody else damaged? I yeah. have only nine hit points left. Yeah, Scoyle's got about six. She's got nine, but... I mean, Scoyle's I got stuff to at least get her tilde. Top me off, but all right-ish, you know? Um, what's your total? 45. And you're at nine? Mm-hmm. Oy. Okay. <laughs> um, I took a beating. I was... Okay. Well, we're going to... How, how far down are you? We're going to relax, yeah? I mean, we're going to hang out for Yeah, a we're going to hang out for a minute. How far down are you? Uh, seven. Like you have seven left or you lost seven? I lost seven. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of dodge. Okay, just, you're I, fine I, for right now. Uh, how, like how bad is Captain How bad is Squirrel? <laughs> All right. She, um, <laughs> she's got about six hit points, so she's got a, a really bad gash across the front. Um, it's it's, it's stained mostly down to her like thighs, just in terms of how much blood she's lost. She's okay. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna dump 15 into her. Okay. <laughs> and then um, uh, you get back five. Okay. Wait, hang on. Sorry. Say that again. You're down. You have nine left. Yeah. Out of 40. 45. Hell. Okay. Never mind. Uh, I'm gonna put 10 into her. 10 into Lisa. And then, um, thank you. Cool. I, uh, as Fetter was doing his whole, I understand this monk stuff Five. and, and being awkward and everything like that prior awkward. to. Awkward? <laughs> what do you mean, awkward? Uh, prior to, uh, Yusuf walking over, I am walking to my poor Shenzo Bon. I'm walking over to Bon. And make my sword go away in the process and then I just kind of kneel down and I like bury my hands into uh, like the fur around his neck um, (laughs) and like kind of give him a hug and like put my forehead on his forehead and like whisper softly like thank you yeah it it purrs a bit weakly because it's been pretty damaged but it it reciprocates and does a low a low raspy growl tell him like thank you you should go rest okay and then I like send him home. Yeah, I say you should rest. And as you're holding you. him, he's just not there anymore, and you find the the space empty. Oh, I was totally imagining like Avengers, the dust into the wind. 
<laughs> Titan win. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so five, ten to you, ten to Stoil. Yeah. All right, so three rounds of that, and I'm doing the, the rest of this shit. Cool, yeah, and Stoil looks a lot better. I mean, her whole front is just a bloody mess, but the wounds have healed a bit more, and she's not looking quite so worse for wear. A bit more bruising in the face, though, you see, which she takes it in stride. So there's a few more hours left. I think I'm going to find a place, sit down, and rest up. Um, I say the well's nice because that's where I started the. Oh, okay. It was kind of spiraled out of that. So, like, if you want to put your back up against that, it should be good. She does. Sighs, close, closes her eyes, and leans back against it. And then just. So, uh, back to bed then? Yeah? Yes. Yes. I will stay up. Okay. Continuing to mow the lawn. God. <laughs> Skull wakes up halfway through and gives you some lemonade. Spiritual lemonade. No, just kidding. <laughs> but interesting that I say that. As you're doing this and cleansing this area, more or less, mm-hmm. you sense, like, you, you feel really good about it. There's a good feeling that you get partway through. And as you clear away the ichor from the area, you, uh, do you have, have you taken any damage? Um, yeah, I took 11 points. It's all healed back. You sense you, you sense a rejuvenation. Neat. And you hear a whisper. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Boo. <laughs> I got you. Neat. <laughs> Yay, selfless act. I didn't heal myself. So then, like, just it doesn't really matter because I can heal up these two hit points some other way. But when <laughs> does the long rest trigger? Like when we wake up again, or had it already happened before? I would say when, once you guys wake up, the accumulative. Okay. Oh, so I usually just treat you it still as, do get a long rest? Yeah. Okay. Because technically, let's see, it's about six-ish hour. Like, you really only need about six to eight. And usually, in, since it was at the very end, you technically got most of it already. And then you went back to bed. As long as you go back and see out the rest of your sleep, I, I figure cumulatively you're fine. Okay. Not going to no. complain. Yeah. No. Mm. I mean, as, as, a, as a parent, I do a lot of, like, cumulative calculations for sleep. It's like, well, I got most of sleep, so I'm, I'm mostly good. So I'm going to count it. It's, as a parent, I'm fine with this. I yeah, slept yeah. for half an hour on the couch, so. I think, too, if, if the ground's been cleared up, Lacey will probably just go chill, like, on the ground. It's a little yeah. softer than sleeping on the wood. So, yeah, you're, you're pretty much <clears> close <throat> to. Um, <laughs> that's ever caught with, like, near Squoil, and it's just like. Yeah, yeah, you're next to Squoil. She uh, leans, leans against you, just. There's another body there. She's like, oh, this is nice. And We just saw some shit together. And mm-hmm. I just saved her from a troll. <laughs> she sighs. The way you moved was pretty nice. Glad I could help. That was pretty scary. Uh, I was pretty close there. Looks like you were pretty close, too. Just doing that thing where not at all to impugn the good name of my lovely lady husband. But we have a, like a, a king-size comforter on a queen-size bed. Somehow she still ends up with all of it. So Fetter's like kind <laughs> of exactly wrapped him, what you wrapped mean. himself into a burrito. It's a good thing. Right. It's on a the good floor. thing I have uh well, I mean, I bought the extra yeah. extra. I size. mean you can fight your way in here. It's just gonna take some doing, I think, because I am out. The single best Done. piece of relationship advice I ever received was to always have two comforters on your bed. <laughs> See, I used to do the king comforter on the queen bed. But now we have a king, so and there's nothing larger than a king. What are you, what are you looking for, Drew? I thought there was a 
I thought th there's a spell or something. If you're maybe it's a cleric thing, I don't know. But I thought there was a way to, um, what consecrate? Yeah, like hallow something. I thought Hallowed you could do ground. like like basic rites for. What's it called in five? Is it called bless? No, it's, it's not bless. It's like like there's things you can do. Like you can perform or ceremony, you can perform weddings. You can yeah. do. Yeah. What the hell is that? consecrate ground? Consecrate? No. <laughs> Hallucinary terrain. I mean, depending on what you're going for. Is it ceremony? Yeah, I think it's ceremony. Look up ceremony. It's a ritual cast. Ceremony's not a thing. Perform a ritual ceremony that is infused with magic. When you cast a spell, choose one of the following rites. Atonement, bless water, coming of age, dedication, funeral yeah, rite, wedding. It. So it is ceremony? Yeah. Yeah. Where the hell is that? I thought I had that. Oh, it's in, it's a spell. It's in Xanathar's here. Oh. Oh. Got it. That's why. The app, I, the app I'm using doesn't delineate between them, but yeah, it was something that wasn't in. No, I thought I had... Oh, that's right. I took it off because I... Son of a bitch. Oh. I don't have it because I, I remanaged my spells so that I had stuff for combat. Got mainly it, got because it. Because we're going to be in here. But okay. I was, I was going to consecrate this ground since I had already cleared it off so that it couldn't be... Retaken? Yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. But, yeah, right I mean, there. did you... T you didn't... You haven't taken ritual casting as a feat, have you? Um, or can you just cast that as a ritual anyway as a class feature? Well, is it something that you can you can change after your long rest? Like Yeah, no, it's I, just I, it's it's one of it's one of the the spells that I have as a paladin. I don't need like <laughs> ritual casting allows you to cast something as a ritual instead of just casting the spell. So it takes yeah. like 10 minutes, 10 minutes but it doesn't use up doesn't use up your spell slot. slot. Yeah. 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 Um but yeah, I, I don't I okay. don't have it right now. Okay. I did have it earlier, but I Change because we're going into the swamp. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh -huh. Change um, it in the morning. As we, as I true. probably would have been walking in with Vetter before he curled up and as a burrito, I would have been talking to him about the importance of not sleeping naked while you're out in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How's that go? But I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. Listen, <laughs> as far as I can tell, <laughs> that went fine. <laughs> So, A, um, I mean, don't you like, but like you need some like night air. I mean, I sweat a little. I'm sorry about that too, but like sometimes I sweat oh in my, my sleep and then like, then you press to digitate before you go to bed. Then you have to do it again after, you know what I mean? And I just don't, it's like, I know it's, swamp it's, nuts is a thing, but we're literally in a swamp. It's fine when you're in town, like sleeping naked when you are in town. is wonderful. It's like, However, when you're out in the wilderness, you never know what kind of snake is going to come up. Like, like it could go, it could recognize another snake and come look, after you. Like I, I hung my suit up on a bit of like old rubble. I pressed it out. Like it looks good. Like I'm going to wake up in the morning, feel good, put it on, ready for the day. You know what I mean? No. Ah. <laughs> If it's what you want to do, I'm just I saying. I mean, like, like it feels nice. Might, like I rub up against your butt a little, and it's like I'm, it's comfy. We I'm got this nice big it, blanket. Except for when I like, I have holes that bugs can crawl into, so I like to keep those covered up. Well, I've got a non-zero amount of holes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry, what are we talking about in there? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> don't sleep naked. Yeah, but, no kidding. But also, I don't know. I mean, he didn't have his breastplate on. What's no. the difference? That's not naked. I still had a shirt and pants on. So, I mean, really, it's kind of all just like a furry blur down there. You know, it's like... 
<laughs> Actually, you know what? It's fine because this f- spell doesn't even do what I wanted it to do anyway. So I'm glad I don't have. There's it. no guarantee we're always going to have solid ground. So. Right. Well, I mean, it, look, we have solid ground. Then like, I mean, if you want to have like chocolate in the butt cheeks. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Why? Okay. I mean, that's what the day passes, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, look, yes, okay, fine. It can be a mud, situational, guys, <laughs> it can be like a situational, you know, I'm not going to just do it when, like, all no, the time. I'm not going to tell you what to do. It's just, it's just it's, right. It's, well, look, we had a little house. We I scouted know the wilderness out. is not your cup of tea, and this is something that I've spent a lot of years in. Okay, well, noted. How about that? What about just the unders? No. Hey, I'm all for you, Captain Morganing. If you want to go back and do that on the on the well. No, we're yeah. sleeping there. <laughs> Squail's like, no, please. Just like, <laughs> just Halo 1 multiplayer style. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens where we end up tonight. I'm just glad the shrapnel didn't get any fleshy bits. Oh, no, that would have been bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, oof, that would have been, hmm, splinters, hmm. And with that sobering thought, the night comes to a close and dawn breaks, although it's more of like the dark clouds and the dark fog gets a little lighter, a little lighter, and it's a light gray. So long rest, yeah? Yep, long rest. Well, I'm looking into my like ever decreasing bag of coffee and I'm like, uh, and coffee anyone? Sorry, I'm trying to ration a bit, but... Uh, I'm good so for right all now. You Thank better. you. All right, great. And I'll stoke up the fire and cool. Yeah, brew up a cup. Scoil. Yeah, let me let me give that thing a try. I'll, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, okay. I could sure use it, and uh, we've got a little bit more to go before we get there. Mm-hmm. And that's going to feel worse than the other path because we're already tired and we've been through a lot. The last leg of a journey is always the toughest. Um, oh, how long does that coffee thing taste, take? Oh, not too long. I'm just oh, going to percolate it and just putting the whole suit on. Little pauldron. She stretches, kind of groans with the with soreness. Like oh, that did not feel good. I feel better, but thanks for the heal, Yusuf. Yeah. Thanks for the stream to wake us up. So yeah, well, anytime, anytime I get bludgeoned, I'll. I'll give a shout. I'm just gonna, for my own, just just a whole like. I'm gonna check the watch. I know it's still spinning. I'm gonna sigh, pull a journal out, just write down uh, Darkfall 13, because I just I have to keep kind of track of the passage of time. Yeah. And uh, I'm also just gonna check the other journal to see if anything anyone responded to that last message. Nope. You don't see that there's been any response. And not, you don't see necessarily that the message has been received either. Normally, you'll when you've written something in there in the mm-hmm. book, it imprints. I don't know how best to explain it. It doesn't like burn into it. It just sets right. and hardens. But you sense the ink as if you'd just written it. So I if this know. were a cell phone, the message has not been, been delivered yet. Right. Um, I'll pull um, Tazlin aside. And to be like, hey, can I can we chat for a second? Sure. Okay, so I'm sure you've figured this out. This is my journal, right? Mm-hmm. And I can communicate back home to this with mm. this. And I had a little inkling. Yeah. Um, Interesting. 
So I tried to get a message to my mom, and it's not going through. And I'm sorry, I'm just, with the tower and everything, I'm just kind of freaked out. Uh, can you, like, do your thing or whatever on this and see, like, is it being blocked or is it, like, it just never happens. Like, I just, I just, going into the tower thing, I'd feel a lot better if I knew what the fuck was going on. Uh, I don't, I'm not, I can try. I don't, I don't know entirely how much I can help. I don't know. I know it's a a magic book. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know much about this shit. Uh, You do a little bit more than I do, Uh, but. Okay. Is there like a block on it or a thing or like, I know you like curse things. Is someone cursed? I, I can, I can try something. Would you, would you mind? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to take the journal from him. Okay. And the hand that has the mark, uh, from the Morgan, uh, I'm going to kind of lay on the journal. Okay. And attempt to, through the mark, kind of be like, ask her like, uh, hi, so it's me. Um, and this is all in my head. (laughs) Hi. So, so it's me. Um, I need to find out is this journal communication device thingy working is Fetter's mom is like not responding and he's really worried and I'm trying to help him out could you help could you help a like a chosen one out that would be really great I know this might not I know you probably can't hear me oh god what am I doing uh let me let me just look really intense like I'm reading something and maybe Fetter won't yeah let's do that Hello? Is this mic on? Hi. <laughs> Hello? You, you sit there kind of doing that. Is this mic on? Hello? Tap, tap. Testing one, two for maybe 10 minutes. You give it a good solid 10 minutes. And right about 9, minute 9, 59, you see something like, I'm not sure if you're going crazy, but a weird red, faint red tether on the book itself that seems to pulse like, boom. Like, mm-hmm. like it's alive, like it's living, like it's connected. You sense a connection, an unbroken connection. It's hard to explain, and you're the only one who can see this, but it's a slight thumb, like a thumb, almost like a little wave. Mm-hmm. A little wave of a tether that just sticks out the, the book and goes off to God knows where. Uh, Spader knows where. <laughs> you kind of see me do like a little like a little teeny tiny hop from one foot to the other like almost like a little glee thing like oh yeah it's where like worked or (laughs) um but still my eyes are closed and so I see that line and I'm like oh cool thank you uh super appreciate the little little bits of help um do you do you know anything do you know anything about his mom like you could you He's give it really, another. Really ten. Worried. You give it another ten, and no other response other than just that that tether. And eventually, that thing fades. Okay. Like your your vision of it fades, but. Um. So I like, open my eyes, and I'm like, so, sorry that took kind of long. Um, I tried, a bunch of really cool, really cool stuff. Um, <laughs> and I. The journal's fine. Like there's, there's no blockage. There's nothing. It seems like everything is still connected, but I couldn't really find anything out about your mom. I'm, I'm really sorry. 
Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, hmm. Uh, I'm going to take the journal back then. I am going to, uh, in the Infernal Cipher, uh-huh. I'm going to write um, Tower couldn't access Tower heading back to Edgewater. Okay. And then I'm just going to see if that actually goes through. And I'll just put the journal away. And Before you do, mm-hmm. that message sets. Okay. Oh, this is bad. This is not... This is not good. Um, yeah, okay. Adventure? Great. Tower, let's go. Wait, Who's excited? Wait, wait. What's, what's going on? Right, so... Um, it's hard to explain. Um, this uh, communication... It's kind of what we'd like to call in dis like a family plan. No. Um, <laughs> shared minutes, uh, but with the time zones, it's a real pain in the ass. No, um, sorry. We'll be back in the... So, all of the agents of the family, the Zavon family, carry these. And they report back not only to the one person who necessarily sent you on the mission, but it, they all of the sisters can see how things are going and track them and respond. So it's And essentially your family? Yes, the whole family. Now um my mother and I, for various reasons, have found ways to circumvent that communication so I can send messages directly to her. Should we need to communicate privately? Uh, for some reason. Um she's not getting my messages. And I honestly the last few responses don't Usually, I, they're they're either monogrammed or by who initialed whoever which of the sisters is responding, just so you can kind of tell, um, or the voice, the the writing style kind of gives it away. The last few responses have been terse, if there's responses at all. Something's wrong. I'm trying to shake it. I'm trying to focus, but something's really wrong. I, I just I feel it. I, I don't know if this will make sense to you or not, but the line, whatever connects this to the other people, it was working and it was it was still sending like it was pulsing, but it was red. I'm not sure if there's uh, any other colors. I don't. I'm I not don't, sure if that says that it's. I don't know what that means. Okay. But um, yeah, yeah Tazlin, as far as you know, that's just how it visualized itself for you yeah not necessarily has doesn't necessarily have any meaning to it i mean it could be a stoplight like red is broken red is stop i don't know but that's kind of like no no i was able to get something through i can kind of tell when it goes so someone's just trying to keep me from talking to my mom which is okay not great so but whatever, no. Uh, coffee, marching, tower. Yes, let's... Scoil's right there. Let's go. for the coffee. Yeah. Hit this sister up. Uh, here you go. Um, she takes a sip. It's like her face just closes in on itself for a minute in terms of just the bitterness. And then nods. I get it. And then downs the little, whole thing. Yeah, puts a little pep in you. Oh, oh, yeah, well, okay. To each their own, I suppose. Um, <laughs> that's hot. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, good. Sh- shall we? Everybody, good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's break this stuff down. Uh, 
And yeah, you guys start to break down the camp with Scoyle's help. It goes by quickly. She retrieves each of her wooden poles, detaching the top rock and sliding them back into her quiver. They disappear from view, just right in there. Next, she takes a few minutes to remove evidence of your time there and then motions you all for you all to follow after you've all got your things and set up. And you continue your journey. As you head through the shattered lands, through the low marshes, the trees and foliage start to appear again, getting thicker as you progress. The fog still sits heavy on the land, and you see Scoyle hard at work navigating the route ahead. At a certain point, the trees get so thick that you find yourselves climbing and pushing through where you can. Scoyle climbs to the top of one of the nearby trees at intervals to get her bearing, and then comes back down and guides you forward. Your muscles just ache despite the rest you got, just a combination of the cold, the wet, even the rest, your your muscles and your tendons are just crying out as you're pushing through this dense vegetation. You're just about to reach a breaking point of this bullshit when Scoyle whoops with glee and motions for you to follow. With effort, you push through a particularly thick brush and find yourselves in a clearing and can make out immediately a dark shape of a large tower ahead, although the fog obscures the details. At first blush, it's massive. You reach the structure and notice that it's made of black, a black stone-like material, and the whole uh, structure is circular. You look up to see the building reach into the, the sky above and disappear into the fog. There's no telling how high this thing goes. There are no doors or windows of any kind marking the smooth, blackened stone surface. The air around you is thick and foul-smelling, and it takes all you have not to gag. You hear a few wretches from Scoyle before she lies down on the ground off to the side and closes her eyes. I need a minute. Okay. I'm I'm just gonna, like, light up a cigarette and just, just to keep that something in your nose that isn't... Gotcha, yeah, sure. Gross. Um, you're not, you're not too make bothered. the motion, like, can you give me one of those? Yeah, sure, I'll roll you one with some paper. and um, I, uh, <coughs> I take out some of the, um, the bug stuff. Okay. Rub it on me again, but I put some right here under my under my lip. Got it. Okay. Or under my nose. Yeah, I'll I'll guess Very I'll. Very much like Vicks. Yeah. yeah. I'll bug it up too. Same. <laughs> yeah, the smell is just oh awful. Does it smell like death or rot or rot. Bolt? Yeah, a lot of rot. Different kinds of rot. Vegetation rot. Like a bog. Bog, but also human rot. You smell flesh rot as well. It's just all of the smells. Just nice and percolating here. In this while area. uh while I was um. While we were making our walk around the tower, can I do a, a investigation? Yeah, but spe 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 specifically, specifically, uh, with a rogue inquisitive's eye for detail, where in which I could um, try to discover um, clues or hidden objects. If you were to say, tell me what to look for, I could help you and give you advantage. Okay. Well, I mean, here's, I mean, we're obviously trying to get in, so doors, yeah, glyphs. I can help too. I'm invest. I'm proficient in investigation. So okay. as you guys are doing this. I am as well. Yeah. I figure I'd rather like. It's one help action, right? So yeah. I'll roll yeah. once with advantage. Sure. Uh, just quickly, by the way, uh, Taslin is still off-put, but not as bothered by the smell, if anybody takes okay. note of that. A little bit more used to it. Hmm. Now, Squail loses some of that coffee she downed. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
Oh, there it goes. Um, you know, that stuff is... Never mind. Um, uh, 21. 21. And you're going up to the tower. You're just investigating around the area. Well, yeah, you said we'd kind of made a lap, right? Yeah, yeah. So as we're going, I'm like trying to look and you know in the first probably 20 feet yeah like something we could reach for for helping him like digging through the dirt and stuff like poking kicking things over yeah yeah you kind of uh, you eye the top parts looking for ledges or ramparts or anything nothing uh for being old looking black stone it's all pretty smooth and and, and sheer um you do notice some you f- feel a little weird though as you get closer to the the structure as you approach get maybe let's say about five feet close to it you feel a warm sensation in your body that generally spreads throughout your body but is focused where you're facing the tower you feel the blood rush to your face you, you start to blush more your skin and is reddens. that at one specific spot or is that anywhere it's everywhere that's facing the, the tower anytime i face the tower yeah. so you that. you to test it you could turn around and then your back feels, feels that warm. warmth your front does not do we all feel that way you, yeah. whoever's cl- like that, I will. That five feet. Extra, like, uh. well, and I'm also going up to the tower to kind of see if I notice like any things that might be a little bit more to the arcane trained eye sigils versus okay somebody that doesn't know. Sure. One T four. You don't see any sigils or anything burned in or anything hidden. But again, as you, like the, like the others, as you get close to it, and you probably, I'm assuming with this, you're getting a little bit closer than the five feet. You're right up there. Yeah, like yeah. I can pretty much put my hand on it. Yeah, as you put your hand on it, uh, all the blood seems to go to your hand, and it, your hand gets really hot. All right, well, I've got... And you let go, and it lessens. I've got a dagger out and my palm up, and Wait, I'm like... Wait, let me grab the circle, the, the tool. Yeah, okay, yeah. I don't know if it, is it doing, like... Yeah, well, let's hold it up and see. Has she, has she communicated that to you guys yet? I've been with Fetter, like okay. helping him this whole time. Yeah. So we're all both like kind of touching it. I'm actually going to uh, take out one of the daggers from my boot. Okay. And cut my hand a little bit. Okay. And I'm going to put it on the stone. I like to think that around the tower, like the other side, that I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And we just both like... Bam. And I was like, what is that? Hold the machine up. See what it does. So I've got the so, machine out. Taslin, you cut your hand and it starts to bleed. And your hand goes through the wall. Go! Do you keep going forward or do you uh, just... I, you, like, they might hear me go, huh? Ah, ah, okay. Yes. And then I just, I keep going. You go in and you get enveloped by the wall and you hear yep. a, a pop. As she's in. Taz, um, I think if you cut your hand and hold it up, I think that's the way. Taz? She's gone. Squirrel sits up. What the fuck? Oh, no, she's already in. Uh, we gotta go. Uh, Squirrel, what's your deal here? I think we can get into this thing. Uh, don't know if you can. Uh, so are you gonna hang out here? Or well, what? here, um, I mean, don't be mean about it. She, she's like, oh, wait, I have a knife. Cuts herself, puts her hand on it, nothing happens. Okay, well, it looks like you're staying here. Are you gonna be okay? Um... I guess so. Yeah, don't be long, <laughs> Yusuf. We gotta go. I walk over to to uh, Stoyle and I'm like, put a small cut on my hand. Uh huh. Give me your other hand. She ta- she gives you her other hand. Can't. I put some blood on her hand. Uh huh. Try it now. Once I get she, inside, 
just really quick yeah. i like turn around knowing realizing i'm inside i do like a little like yes and then i turn around and i attempt to go back out do i just hit wall or do i slightly go back through again um did you give yourself a very big cut it was it was like essentially you know how it's like blood sacrifice not like right. super deep but <laughs> waste enough to, not but enough to like cut the entirety of the palm you may need to get a little bit more blood out because Yusuf, we got that is strong. So, okay. Yusuf, we got to go. <laughs> yeah, so squirrel. I know. Uh, first, Yusuf, she puts her hand through, and it. It's, at first, you think it's not going to work, and then she just, she's like, "This is stupid. I'm going to lean against it," and she <laughs> falls in. Okay. All right, going. <laughs> go Ding. Yeah. And Can then I borrow I'm... one of your knives. <laughs> Uh, gone. I'm. Right, is this you? Right as I like pop halfway back out, being like, "Hey guys, oh hi." Uh, we're all like halfway through the stone. Like I'll just as I and Squail just like goes falling through, and I'm like I'll be in Whoa. here. I have some darts in my bag, so I just like <laughs> stab her hand. hand a bunch of times. That <laughs> works. I don't carry knives, you guys. You go through, and so for all of you, including Squail, who went through, entering the tower felt something like passing under a waterfall of molasses. Only five feet thicker than you might expect. So it felt like you're walking through a, a more liquidy substance. But then once you get past, a little bit of, of a force pushes you through, like as if the wall gets solid again for you. You uh, pop through the other side with a bit of a shove and find yourself as dry as you were from the outside. So walking through whatever this substance was, wasn't liquid. It just felt that way. Immediately you're greeted with a musty smell, as if this place hasn't been occupied for quite some time. The first thing you notice is a faint click, 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 coming from the walls, which are nothing but a network of gears and wheels of all shapes and sizes. The ground beneath you is pure bronze, with a complicated geometric design etched into every inch. In the center of this room is a pure black column, surrounded in a layer of glass that extends up as far as your eye can see. At the base of this column is a strange-looking console on which sits a mechanical keypad. The keys are all arranged vertically, and on them are etched numbers in Infernal, starting from 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You notice that the bottom key, number 1, is currently depressed. Scoyle looks around and again says, What the fuck? Uh, welcome to the big giant mystery in the center of your civilization. Now, does this uh, mechanically look like the ritual site? Like, this this doesn't. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't register that it looks the same. Does if anything, it? maybe the column in the middle seems like of a similar make, although it's encased in glass, so you can't really tell... But this room itself doesn't feel like an altar or anything. It just looks like a, a basic nexus of sorts. Okay, so I've got the little mechanical ball. I've got it out. And um, it's got like etchings and engravings, right? That kind of match what's going on around us. Yeah. Do those etchings or engravings mean anything to me? Are they in a language or is it more like... There's a, no language, but the design... Measurements. Or... The, the etchings match what's on the floor in terms of their complicated lines and angles. And like the equivalent, I guess, of what... The floor looks like is a bronze circuit board of just circuits and various like sharp lines and angles and that, that reflects in that orb that you have 
uh, and then some of the broken clockwork pieces in there resemble what you see on the wall. So there's a very similarity between it, just that's a much smaller scale. Huh. It looks the same, guys. Um, Isn't that cool? Does this look like Simber... What are the deep gnomes called? Simberfine? Zverf Neblin? Zverf Neblin, that's it. Yeah, no, it doesn't look like anything of their design. Uh, Looks more, from your research and all that, looks more modern in design, though. Um, Okay. I pop over Lisa's shoulder, and I'm like, huh, look at that. I'm going to do some arcane. Arcane? Arcana. Arcana? Uh, That is another 24. And you're trying to determine... Just trying to determine, like, the symbols, what they might mean, how how the orb and having the same thing might be similar to the wall. Um, Yeah, you... And how they might connect. It's more, it's more of a theming thing. So the, the inside, some of the clockwork gears and all that match what you see on the wall, even though those are broken. But all the lines and the etchings on there match that circuit board design that like is that is the bronze ground. So it looks like you're walking all over a, a circuit board of various lines and geometric shapes. This all looks very mechanical in a way that you haven't seen ever. I wonder if this fits somewhere. I think it might be a key. How does, how does the... Sorry, I'm doing Onyx Tower stuff. How do you traverse between the floors in the Zavon family tower? Because I'm like, you see Fetter is just like looking at the control panel and his finger is slowly going for the four. I smack it away. Okay. So for at home, you have seven floors. Seven floors. This looks familiar in that sort of way. You have a, a, a lift that is similarly mechanical in design. Right. Almost, you think back. Not quite exactly like that, but mm-hmm. similar principles. There are buttons, although in your case, more like levers. Right. That can guide you between your, your floors. You find you found it nice and dis and never saw anything like that on the material plane. Right. Um. Ha. Huh, ha. Huh. Sorry. I, I just don't think maybe we should touch things. Let's. Um, no, this is a lift. Do you know that? Don't shush me. This is a goddamn lift. How do you know? Because we have one of these at home. Does it look like this? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. It has little buttons? No, we have levers. Well, that's different, isn't it? Mm. I am going to... No! No! Jocelyn was on Lace's shoulder, just like hurriedly looking between the two of them. Okay. All right. Other hand, four. I'll roll slight hand if you want. So he hit four, the thing depressed, and you hear a shift. And you see a seam immediately within like 10, 15 feet around the thing. Form, a seam where one wasn't before, and it starts to lift. I quickly make sure I'm on top of whatever is going up with everyone else. Yeah. Scoil, let's see if she notices. Yeah, she does, fine. She's like, uh, um, um, and then jumps to it. This thing is going to go really fast. So are you, have you guys jumped? Have you, have you moved to it? They were on it. They were oh, on I it? I thought we yeah. were on it. You were, were on, on okay. it next to the console. Got it. So, I, so I, then Squirrel probably the only one who wasn't. That thing shoots up like a rocket. And whoosh, whoosh, you pass through the second floor, the third floor. Do we see anything while we're passing? It's going too fast. Like, just for some reason, for somehow, it's going... Are we, like, pushed down by gravity? No. That's the weirdest thing. No inertia? No inertia is affecting you. Okay. And the platform doesn't feel like it's moving. Everything else is moving around you, and it almost... It's that effect that you have on tires where it's like, well, the tire's not driving backward. 
But it looks like it's going it's, backwards. So it looks like moving. the tower is just coming down to meet you, even though that can't be the case. That can't. This is a lift. It's lifting you. But because you're not affected by any inertia, and the platform doesn't shift like it, like it doesn't jostle like any other lift might fetter. It's a weird feeling. But you zip through those fast, and you find yourselves in on the fourth floor, and the cla- the platform clicks into place, click, 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 and you blink. It's like a blink and you miss it thing that seems to completely disappear. And with a loud grinding and whirring sound, sound, the walls surrounding you open at key intervals and outslide metallic racks, which hang, on which hang hundreds upon hundreds of dead bodies. All of them charred or rotted, but none of them fully decomposed, as they, as if they emerged from partial preservation within these walls. But from all angles, almost radial, the racks just meet you of all angles it's the room is filled with corpses hanging on these racks Taslin screams and drops to the floor okay and they hang by their wrists by custom metallic shackles and a translucent tube connects from their uh, the metal rack to their chest and winds back and do those shackles look like the ones that we were all in in the beginning yeah similar so there's not like a big boat here and water I'm guessing. No. And I just scream, fuck! And I'm just like, just stomping around. I started investigating these racks of bodies because... Before you move. This is Yusuf saying, he says, before you move, give me a second. Okay. So I'm going to hit divine sense. That's how we do things. We pause before Stop. we hit buttons. I just had to know. Stop okay. talking, everyone. I need to concentrate. Give me a second. So I'm going to hit down Divine Sense. Okay. That's- Everything within 60 feet of me that is not behind total cover, I can feel. Checking on... If it's like undead or... Uh, first of all, I need to know if this is affected by a hallow, which also counts for an hallow because it's, it's just the reverse of the spell. And the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. There's nothing that is undead or living. You sense a few different tiefling in amongst the bodies, but they're dead. Everything here is, is dead and gone. There's nothing to them. There's no one else here. The, the, where the walls were past them, you sense a magical... like. A, expanded storage okay so you sense that there's something there so i'm sensing out past 60 feet or i'm sensing out past whatever the room of this size of this room is out to 60 feet but it makes a lot more sense that like you sense that more bodies just continue that way so things could slide like you sense that there's a lot more bodies this is like the monsters ink door selection yeah room kind of yeah or the gun the guns in the matrix thing and when they load up got it just Racks upon racks. Well, I but mean, nothing racks is Racks of baby? Babies on racks. Now I know, so we can go back down. We can Don't go through this. Don't push anything. Fine. Stop. All right. Scoil curses. Fuck. We're alone, as far as I can tell. She sees a few just random elves and touches them gently and just says her prayer. I'm going to start looking. You said there's tubes? Yeah, there's tubes that coil around the rack and split and into each a person's chest like a sort of a siphon can i kind of follow these tubes where do they go after they've been in their chest like what is they head up to the top part of the rack and then split out and go down the metal 
hangor that people have their wrist hanging from the main metal bar they just coil around that thing and go back and where's that going just goes into the often past the wall oblivion. into the ether yeah, yeah just and is there anything in these tubes like what am i seeing they're dried out and empty is there staining or anything i mean some staining of you see a little bit of red staining here other any other some other unidentified fluids that have dried out and all that i'm just gonna is there uh i look at um fetter and i'm like batteries is there a body like, possibly can i just take one and kind of just like kind of jiggle it loose see like kind of palpate it see where maybe it's coming from in the yeah body. yeah the particular body you had the chest cavity has been pretty rotted through so the tube pops out with a bit of a th- and can i see like through the chest cavity like where was it at and stuff it's coming from the heart the tum kind of it near the heart a little off and it's weird it's like not like they were trying to siphon anything off from the heart but you've in your studies there's always been talk of where the soul resides and you sense that if someone were to guess where the soul would be they would, the theory is that it's somewhere near the heart off of it and it seems like that's just the approximation trying to siphon like a like a if we wanted to siphon soul like, like a key like a key point yeah. center yeah. or something you sense or... like generally off center from heart or off from heart close to center hmm hmm can i like kind of like smell it and look in the tube it's it smells awful and wretched but was like blood or like a there's no more blood uh, er, but the body still is fairly moist so anything that's been inside has been mostly drained out there's still some muscle and tissue and all that not completely rotted away or sloughed off just but the tube itself wasn't like a vehicle for blood. Can I tell what the tube was transporting? Whatever it was aiming for. So it ended up getting some of the blood and viscera. But if it if it was trying to hit the soul spot, the spot where the soul might be, that seems to be what it was really going for. The rest was just extra. Do we have any... As if you're doing plasma and it's like, we got to separate the plasma right. from the blood and all that. <clears throat> I know we, we, we do a little bit more mercurial... Like it's a lot of like souls are distilled into coins or stones or yeah something like that. But does this technology look like anything from the nine hells that I would be aware of? It looks. I'm gonna roll for. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, roll uh, history for it. Uh, Thirteen. This is a more of a fringe method or fringe theory that is not widely accepted in the nine as a way to siphon off. It's not perfect because of a just sucking out the insides really tends to mess with that and if the essence is tied to the flesh that gets weird so this is a much more rudimentary system in its simplicity it provides a much bigger shock of power right so there's a there's a chance for a better burst a better just whammo versus right, so getting into the coin and the other distillations you know from the nine a combustion engine versus like a lithium battery yeah kind of thing yeah so this, um, is, a little, this is a little bit more quick and dirty but quick and right. dirty on a massive scale. Quick and dirty and old or quick and dirty and newer? Did quick I... and dirty and within a couple hundred years. Okay. They were harvesting key. Yeah, souls. It's a, I mean, we tend to do it more contractually. And then when the body expires, then we can get it between the planes and we can capture it. And a bit more of a, I don't know, well-stored manner. This is very crude. This won't come out whole. While they're talking, mm-hmm. I'm going to lean down over Taz and just 
put my hand on her back and another one on her. On oh, her she's shoulder. curled in a ball on okay. the floor. Yeah, that's that's why her, I'm, like her hands behind her head, tucking her entire body in, rocking. Okay, that's, and muttering that's, under her breath. That's all I'm. That's all gotcha. I'm doing. I'm just kind of like cradling her and. Yeah. What? Oh, and, you, sh- and oh, faintly shit. you hear some weeping from Scoil in the distance as she finds another elf and a few more. Yeah. I'll finally get my head out of my ass and come down and, <laughs> hey, 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 what's going on? Are you okay? What's going on? Was the elevator loud when we... No. I think we need to get off this floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you, like, want to hear what she's saying or if you're close enough or whatever. Yeah. Um, but she's just kind of... As she's rocking, she's like, no, no, not, not again. No, no, not again. No, not again. Okay, um, down or up, down or up. Let's go back to one. I I just, or, or, I just don't want to be surprised again. I don't think we need to be surprised again. All right, great, fine, sure, yes, okay, fine. And I'll, I'll reach up. Well, hang on before, Stoyle. Uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Come, we're going to move again. Just be ready for it. Okay, she moves Back on the platform. For being someone grieving, she does. She says her piece and is there pretty quickly. Okay. Yeah. We all good. Yeah. Hit it one. I'll hit one. Okay. You hit one, and again, the seam forms. Latch. Click. 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 Drop. And again, you don't feel the inertia. This doesn't feel bad against your stomach as you drop, Uh, and you find yourself back in that main nexus floor where you were before. What did you mean, not again? Does this look like what happened at Adair? Is this? No. Not, not again. Not again. No. Uh, I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts. Okay, on her? Yes. Does, there, does she have to save against it? Uh, yeah, it's, um, let's see. I'd never, this is a, <laughs> welcome to dis, motherfuckers. Uh, heritage, heritage power? Yes, yeah, is a heritage power. Heritage. Um, Detect Thoughts, Wisdom, save a 14. Okay. <laughs> uh, that would be a 20, dirty 20. Okay. Well, then there you go. You're, you're unable to breach into her mind. It's you totally, um, it's probably just you hear essentially the repeat of It's like a feedback saying. loop of her saying that yeah. and then the microphone picking that up and then the speaker picking up the microphone of that and it just becomes cacophonous and you stop. You have to back out of the detect thoughts. Okay. Oh, damn. That would have been so cool if I hadn't have made that save because yeah. I had everything prepared for that. Um, I'm going to pull out... Uh, are you still on the floor? Oh, yeah. She oh, yeah, hasn't I'm moved. Right there with you. And I'm like, Tess, come on. Can I just... Nat 20 medicine check. Okay. So I'm going to pull out some incense. Okay. And and uh, light that and just kind of waft that into her um, and uh, cover her ears. Uh, okay. Just just cover her ears. All right. Um, and uh, then I'm just going to lay like five points into her through the back just to try and like shock her out of it like take away all the other senses or muddle them so that trying to reset focus or, like yeah. a, a spiritual slap yeah uh there was a nat 20 on my medicine check okay uh if you want to contest against it you can or you can just accept spiritual a, defibrillator yeah, he's basically I trying would, to defibrillate you and get you yeah focused. i would i would contest considering like what you know of the background and everything uh-huh. like that would you say that I would have advantage, disadvantage at this because I feel like she's pretty deep in this. Like that yeah, was, I'll, I'll that give was you a, if you're gonna really fight it, yeah. If you're gonna fight, it, I would give advantage. That was like fucking shocking for her. Yeah. So DC of a twenty. DC of a twenty. No. Um, I got a ten and a five, so that would be an absolute. Okay. Okay. So the shock uh, does shake you a bit. 
and hit you out of your reverie for however long, maybe not much. It just, you're in the here and now for a brief moment. Okay. Um, and it does help that you're not in that room anymore. You, there are no bodies here in this, this main nexus that you're in. She is like weep, like weeping. And, um, I am going to, (laughs) I'm like, ah, the, the dignity in this, she is going to crawl off of the lift. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm just right. I am, I am like in like shitty boyfriend mode now (laughs) who has realized that he fucked up real bad. And I'm just like with (laughs) you, I'm kind of letting you do your thing, but I'm like there with you the whole, Hey, Hey, Hey. What uh What was that? We came back down to the first floor. We're 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 back down. I'm guessing just and it's a, it it is strictly a guess from what Lisa found and what we were talking about. I think that was some type of it looks like they mass sacrificed a bunch of people at once to get enough power to do whatever this thing did. I'm guessing for when it decimated the earth around it. Yeah, it's... This is some type of machine. That explains the ichor and the sadness. If they would have... If they would have set it off all at once, I... That would... That's a shattering... That's... That's an... an, I can't even comprehend that amount of power. Now I need you to... Taz. This is gonna be weird. (laughs) Stay with us. We're here to help. Mm -hmm. We need you to... What it? What happened? You said not again. What happened at Adair? What did you see? Was it a tower like this? Were there bodies? There wasn't there. Um, there wasn't a tower. Uh, but I. There was a lot of bodies. Too too many bodies. Okay. Okay. Were they? Was it just the people going about their lives? Were they held, in some way, in pens or? What happened right before? I don't I don't know. Um my mom just told me to run. Okay, were you in town? Were you near town? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I know this is hard. We were at home. And some just something came. That's all I know. And I ran and I hid. Okay. Um did you hear it? Did you feel it? I can't think about that right now. Not again. It's okay. Not it's again. okay. It's okay. And I've just got my hands wrapped around her and I'm trying to just bury her face into my, into my chest and just hold her. Okay. It's all right. And she just goes back to kind of like, no, not again, not again. Mm. You can learn a lot about a person by the way they deal with death. For us bullywugs, it's mundane, like breathing. For humans, it's oblivion. For the devils of the nine, it's the fuel that drives their war machines and how they populate the blistered plains of Avernus. For Taslan, though, it's a reminder of home. Well, I hope you take these things to heart, for more death awaits our heroes in these demon days. Demon days.